Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks, right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. And this is unprecedented for us. One week after another, new locations, huh? New locations. Uh, we're comedians living in Hollywood, and we this is the busiest time we've ever had. Mm-hmm. It's 11 o'clock at night on a Friday. That's right. I hope you guys are ready for a Saturday afternoon download. <laughs> Probably Saturday evening. Yeah. Oh, man, and we're up all night watching SmackDown. Oh, man, we really could have been watching SmackDown right now. Oh, wait, no, it's on Thursdays now. Oh, well, as it should be, Scott. Oh, we watch on delay. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to have a big announcement next week, we found out for certain. We'll be able to announce it on Facebook and Twitter uh, sooner, so you have to check out there. It's hopefully this Monday is when it's being announced, but we'll talk about it a little bit on the podcast the following week. And coming up... Later in the show today, we have Joey Ryan. Ooh, boy. I hope you guys like talking about t-shirts. Sure do. Those are some good-looking t-shirts. And he's got a sweet-looking beard. Yeah, it is a good-looking beard. And in case you didn't know, everybody, on on your mark, he's one half of the badass buddies. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Well, thanks for watching, buddy. I watched three episodes. Great. It's mm-hmm. only been out for a year or two? Well, way to capitalize on all that YouTube momentum. Hey, I did. You did. It's true, you did. And then, uh, yeah, you can see Marky Extreme. He caught up with Joey Ryan at WrestleCon the day after we caught up with Joey Ryan. That so I there's a follow-up. That, has that been released? Yeah. That's like, been yeah, released. that is awesome. Doesn't he you get... You saw that? I watched it, yeah. He sent it to me via email. Joey Ryan? Yeah, he has an email. No, guys. Me and Joey Ryan are email pals. Ryan Joan. Right. At hotmail.com. Dude, what are you doing? You're seeing his email on the air. Oh, that's his booking info, bro. All right, guys. So you can book Rojo Cabo at, uh, <laughs> at Hotmail. At altavista.com. <laughs> um, I did watch some wrestling this week amongst the craziness that there was. I did schedule out a little bit of time. I watched, uh, what did I watch? I watched Raw and I watched uh, some Lucha. Ooh, a Lucha Underground? Yeah, yeah, No, I watched Lucha in the Sky. Oh, uh, well, you could have just been watching AAA or whatever it's called. With no the way. Ring. Come on. No way. Come on. How am I supposed to understand anything? The in-ring action tells the story, Scott. Yeah, but I can't figure out all their names. Yeah, I also don't know who's the good guy or the bad guy because they're all wearing masks. Exactly. Uh, Lucha Underground, I like. Uh, good, easily packaged product. That's right. I've and still not seen the full episode. Only an hour. Beautiful. Yeah, but it's like it's a tight hour, right? Like they really compress it and they have like a five act structure. I don't know about that. Um, well, you're probably. I right. mean, it's it's an hour of a wrestling show with cool vignettes in it and stuff. But that's that's one produced by Robert Rodriguez and Mark Burnett. Si, senor. Ah, Nino say. It was really good. There was a segment between Johnny Mundo and Alberto Patron Ooh. with the with the uh, the cameraman just rotating around them as they're talking in this like big gym locker room, and it was just getting heated and intense. Felt way better than anything that was ever on a SmackDown or anything. It so just... it's like the Brian De Palma of wrestling shows. Yes, I like it. Oh, it was cool. Um, and then I also I finally watched an Impact Wrestling. Which... Whoa, 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 Scott on Destination America. Mm-hmm. How did you find it? Uh, friend Steven uh, Venoni, who will hopefully be a guest on the show someday before he moves again. Um, 
I watched it over at his place. He has Destination America. So the destination is Steve Vinoni's house for America. That's right, everybody. Come on over to Steve Vinoni's house to watch Destination America. I don't want to be a imperialist, but America only, everybody. America only. Sorry, Canada. Oh, but they love wrestling. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Canada. Nice. Do you think there's? Do you think they have other channels? Destination Canada, Destination Mexico, Destination Ecuador. You know, I'm sure you, it's so easy to have like just a nationalistic television channel. It's not like by any means it's the state channel. The BBC is a state-run channel. I don't think we have a state-run channel. Maybe C-SPAN. USA. No, guys, that's characters welcome. Not freedom isn't free. <laughs> uh, you're right. It's not. Damn it. Uh, but I think. Like, a lot of places normally do have a state-run television channel. I think the United States is one of the few that don't. I, I want to say C-SPAN, but I feel like the C could stand for whatever the C and CNN stands for. Cock. Columbia News Network. Oh, that makes more sense yeah. than cock. Cockspan. Well, I'd like to think that every WCW programming was being sent to us straight from the government. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because they put credits at the end. Yeah. That's so, like, that was pretty ballsy, putting credits at the end of wrestling. I think it's important. Mm-hmm. You gotta find out where those grips work. Bam Bam Bigelow, played by... Bam Bam Bigelow. That's right. Uh, can I tell you something? After this big project that we're working on right now, that yes. we're gonna release next week, uh, I was gonna do the Vader haircut. The the, the Bihawk. Really? Yeah, I really wanted to do that. And I think uh, once we're wrapped, I'm gonna do it. Why are you gonna wait till we're wrapped? Oh, when I say, I actually, I'm shooting something this Sunday night, and when I'm done with it, then I'm going to do it. There was a hint for you guys, by the way, by using that terminology, if you get that at all. Scott and I are making a movie. Okay. That How about you? Yeah. Hey, you get in more trouble than me. Well, I... We're, actually, no, you wouldn't. Yeah, I'd I get in more trouble than yeah. you. Scott fucking... Sorry, guys. Scott brought it out of me. Um, I... If anybody knows us, they knows what's they know what's going on. They knows what's going on, Scott. I don't think they, I don't think they would, honestly. Uh, some people know, like, Scott and I are working on a production, and then we get to tell you guys more about it in the coming week. Yeah. Definitely in the coming week. In the coming week, we get to reveal some pretty exciting news. Yeah, there's some details, um, about it that are, that's really exciting. But, okay, hold on. This haircut thing, this is way more important. I googled Vader haircut, and I found that gif of Hawk walking in on Vader doing a promo. Have you seen this? No. So Vader is doing a promo backstage. Some blonde in a, like a hot pink miniskirt is interviewing him. And Sunny? I don't know who it was. I didn't recognize her. I like. I honestly described what she looked like in her clothes because I had no idea who it was. I couldn't figure out who the personality was. My guess is it's Sunny. Well, so she's interviewing Vader, and Vader's doing that thing where he's talking with his arms. He doesn't talk with his hands, he talks with his arms. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he just brings them up like yeah. he's treading water. <laughs> You're absolutely right. And so Vader's talking, and then Hawk, like, walks out of these double doors and then backs up immediately. But he's wearing full makeup, but a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. So it looks like he... It either looked like he just got back from the gym and he's always got that makeup on. He was just wandering around the arena and he walked right into a promo. How weird. Anyway. No so, weirder than this dog that you're dog sitting walking up my legs. Uh, Scott, that's... Come on. Uh, how many bits have we done on the show about having something in the studio? <laughs> Speak. Speak, boy. Now this dog don't talk. I just press him against the microphone and then squeeze him. Okay.
Shake him a little bit. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. There's no dog here. There is a dog here. It's little dog wieners touching my fingers. God, yeah. How do you make this dog bark? He's he's not a talking dog. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> God damn it! We hired a talking dog for this podcast. Our special thirty thousand dollars yeah. down the drain. Our special guest today is actually Rupert uh, Albonio, and he's a talking dog, and he's a one of the premier dog bloggers about professional wrestling, and. We were told by his agent that he was going to talk to us about wrestling today. We'll take a picture. You should get a picture of this right now. I'm being invaded by this dog. But he is just ah. not he is not giving us the stuff that we want. Uh, Mr. Vanoni. Mr. Oh, wait, that's no, your friend. That's my friend. <laughs> it's hard to check on the dog's name when it doesn't speak. I Yeah, uh, well, Stay does he have me. a name tag? No. There's no identification on this dog. Talking dog, uh, can you talk to us about wrestling today? <laughs> It's not saying anything. Scott, this is I honestly we've had several different guests on the show. Some of them have been great, some of them have been terrible, but I'm gonna say this is our worst guest we've all ever had on the show. Sincara said more than this dog. Alright. It's licking my pockets. <laughs> Alright. God damn it, get off of me. Here, 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 here. Here, here, here. Take here. your baby. Um so, I, yeah, I got a chance to watch some wrestling this week. Go oh, thank God, they're back to talking about wrestling. <laughs> I can't believe they were going to talk about that talking dog forever. And I didn't hear that talking dog say anything. Um, Kurt Angle... Oh, God, is he... I am not even retaining anything that I watched. Were you about to call him something else? Does Kurt Angle have a new name now? No, no, no. I was just trying to remember if he was champion or not. Um, I believe he is. You would love this. Eric Young... Is basically Travis Bickle. Travis Bickle? Yeah. This talking dog just knocked over my cup of tea. I know. I uh, like he's he's got the the mohawk and he's walking around without. He's got a cool jacket mm-hmm. with patches on it, which oh. I think has like Star Wars patches on it and a uh, black and white Canadian maple leaf flag. I like that. That's pretty cool. And other patches that I'm sure you go like, oh, that's a patch for. <laughs> You just elbowed the dog in the face. Scott, how many talking dogs are we going to have on the show? And how many talking dogs are we going to talk to on the show? None. You, that one's not going to say anything now. You just elbowed it in the face. Oh, it's a good It's a good thing that talking sandwich isn't here. Because the dog would eat it. Good thing. Good thing. That's my, that was my favorite guest on the show. I know it was, Steve. <laughs> I love sandwiches. Um, uh... Do you remember when Daniel Bryan faced CM Punk at a pay-per-view we went to? Yes. What was that? SummerSlam? I think so, yeah. And AJ Lee was special guest referee? I think so. Probably. Uh, so Daniel Bryan came out... Money in the Bank! It was Money in the Bank, that's right. Uh, and then, so Daniel Bryan came out dressed... He looked like uh, Travis Bickle. He was wearing the military jacket also. Was he? Yeah, there was like, and it was weird because he wasn't wearing it on Raw and stuff, but he came out wearing the military jacket. And I think, honestly, like, there's some gimmicks that are like some movie characters that I don't mind seeing multiple times. Like, honestly, yeah. I'd love to see Joker Sting, uh, or the sort of Joker Sting character on uh, any any other wrestler also. Like, they could sort of pass that around a couple times. Who's another movie character that you'd like to see on somebody else? Uh, Hans Gruber. Bad guy from Die Hard. Oh, 
All right. Do you give him a gun and a and a, and a group of terrorists? No, he's just got a, a can of Coke. He walks around with a can of Coke and he offers it to people. Okay. And then a really nice suit. Yeah, he wears a really nice suit. And, and then he, he clotheslines him. Like, that's a really nice suit. I'd hate to ruin it. Clothesline. Uh, yeah, I think it should be Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett really picks up because he picks up the mantle of the uh, Hans Gruber uh, gimmick. So, do you know anything about what's going on with Barrett right now? Uh, he's King Bad News Barrett, correct? Yeah, he's just King Barrett now. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. They hot-shotted King of the Ring on the WWE Network. Oh, my God. Remember Two they... nights. Oh, two I, nights. At least it was two nights. I mean, remember when they just did it on Raw that one time? Or however many times? I think it should be its own pay-per-view. Because that makes it an epic three hours. It makes it a real event. You're looking forward to King of the Ring for multiple weeks instead of, hey, you can do King of the Ring on Monday. Well, they're adding stuff. There's something about Elimination Chamber that's being added as its own event that'll be only on the, on, the, on the network. But it's another event. It's another show to go to, but it's not a pay-per-view, I don't think. I don't so know. It's, it's going to be weird... the equivalent of an NXT TakeOver show. I guess. It's a WWE Network exclusive. Uh, I think I remember reading that they put it on at the same time as an actual WWE live event, and then they canceled the live event for their and their WWE Network exclusive. I mean, I don't know how to... I don't know the levity to give it. I don't know if it's supposed to be really big and huge or if it's just a show. You know what I mean? Well, like, how... Honestly, how do you sort of think that you're going to sort of affect storylines on a show that only so many people can watch? On the network? Yeah, on the network. I mean, there's a lot of people that are watching the network, obviously. A lot of diehard fans, but, like, casual viewers may not. Like Hans Gruber? Yes, Hans Gruber only watches uh, wrestling when it's on international flights. He doesn't. He's not going to have it on his iPad. Steve, he's a diehard fan. He is a diehard fan. He really is a diehard fan, Scott. Um, yeah, like there. Anytime they have a show that doesn't seem to like, how does it affect the storylines overall? I don't know. It's like uh, people like <laughs> losing the championship belt at a house show, and then someone explaining it to. You. But I wouldn't put it past them. They could have. Uh, well, they did. I mean, that's what happened. King Barrett happened on a show on the network, and it wasn't on t- normal television. But and I, then you're introduced on SmackDown to go like, here's King Barrett. And you go, oh. Oh, indeed, Scott. Well, that was natural. Well, speaking of wrestling. <laughs> I'm trying to speak of wrestling. I keep trying to tell you stuff. You keep talking about the talking dog. Uh, what talking dog? I don't hear it. Neither do I. It's a oh, real... did you hear that? Yeah, just it shook. Don't climb up me again. What did I just say? You may not talk, but I thought you spoke English. You little cute piece of shit. <laughs> um, um, you another, were so Travis you were Bickle. About, yeah, Travis Bickle. So Joker Sting is character. You want to see Hans Gruber taken as a character. Okay, let's talk about How about this. you? How about, how about, we got some mojo coming in. Mm-hmm. We know that WWE is famous for not wanting to let guys be themselves. Right. And it's happening a bit in NXT where guys are getting to be a version of themselves. But what if so, What if Vince McMahon got his hands on this mojo? Like, how is he going to... What's he going to do with them? Like, what, you know who we what should movie, ask about this? What movie... No, we're saving that till later. 
Don't pooch any of this one. <laughs> no, I was going to say a talking sandwich. <laughs> uh-huh. What's its name? Uh, did, can you remember the talking sandwich? Yeah. Name? Tom Rubens. <laughs> it wasn't Pearl. Uh, <laughs> what movie character would you give Samoa Joe? Um... Uh, I got one. Yeah, you go. Kinsey. As in the famous sex doctor? That's right. Wow. Made famous by Liam Neeson in the film Kinsey, directed mm-hmm. by Bill Condon. You know how I thought about that? How so? Because it's around on the shelf behind you. No, very clever. All Just right. multiple copies of Kinsey and one copy of Short Circuit. Okay, uh, I think... What I would like to see a character for Samoa Joe is uh, Liu Kang from the original Mortal Kombat. Oh. With the black pants, no shirt, and white tennis shoes. And that big puffy mullet. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I just really want to see Samoa Joe do that bicycle kick across the ring. <laughs> Tussie! <laughs> that wasn't Liu Kang. No, it was just the guy on that level. I, I hated that guy. It was so weird because he popped up a lot for it being an Easter egg. It wasn't just a level. He'd show up all the time. It was just like a co- like a certain combo. Some programmer. Tobias Boone, who became Noob Saibot. Is that him, though? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, I thought it was a guy named Dan. I don't know. Everybody, we can... Listen them. to Sixpeen... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Sixpeen. Uh... Sixpeen, brought to you by Michael Bisping. <laughs> 16-Bits Podcast, where Josh Callahan uh, will know the answer to that. Oh, who did the thing in... That's Mortal Kombat 2. 2. Which is the middle one in Mortal Kombat Trilogy on N64. True. Thank you. <laughs> totally true. Um, you know, we went to WrestleCon. We have interviews. We still have a couple stacked up that we need to get to. Joey Ryan's been one. I've, I've been looking forward to having the guy on the show. Uh, like I said, on your mark. You can go check that out. He's uh, the interview that... Um, uh, Marquee Extreme had with them and then catching up again at WrestleCon if you haven't seen any of those videos go to youtube.com slash on your mark show um, and check those out I hope I said the web address right it's been a long day um, those are really fun you get to see another side of Joey Ryan we talk about UPW we talk about t-shirts we talk about all kinds of good stuff so here enjoy our interview at WrestleCon with Joey Ryan So how's WrestleCon going for you so far? Uh, it's going all right. Uh, it's a little busier this morning. Then we hit a low in the afternoon, it seems, or like early afternoon, because I guess it's still technically afternoon, but it seems to get, be getting a little busier now. So I don't know. It's, it's, we hit these like spurts of 15, 20 minutes of super busy where everyone's back to back to back, and then we get like another 20 minutes, 30 minutes of just nothing, and then people come all together at once. It's kind of weird. It's not really steady. It comes and goes in spurts. So yeah, you bring all your own gear. This is what Steve and I have never been to one of these before, and finding out you got to bring your own stuff, you got to bring your own merch to sell. What's moving the best so far? Uh, so far, it's photo opportunities with us, uh, just taking pictures um, or our signed pictures. Hey, by times we we've done okay on shirts, uh, done okay on DVDs, but a lot of times people. Uh, want the experience. People come to like these conventions not necessarily for merchandise, but the experience of meeting somebody, and then they want to document the meeting by getting a picture with you. Sure, yeah. And then we, so we have the photo ops that we uh, we do okay with. The most common shirt I see, and I'm seeing on the table, the legalized sleeve shirt. 
in Los Angeles, that is the wrestling shirt I see the most. It's either that or like old Austin shirts. Those yeah. are everywhere. That's a really good comparison that you just put me in the same category with Steve Austin. So I'm going to go ahead and ride that one out for a little while. But sure. uh, no, yeah, it was kind of, it's like, I don't know, just an idea I had and I put it together and it's still like a really popular shirt. It's probably one of my best sellers on Pro Wrestling Tees still, even though it's been out for probably five years now. Um, and it just like, I think non-wrestling fans buy it because they like it or, or they like the design or whatever the idea they might have for Sleaze is. Uh, American Apparel. Right. I like it because it reminds me of all those sexy ads and a good wrestler. Yeah, so like wrestling fans get into it, and non-wrestling fans like the design or the creativeness of. It. Actually, it's not really creative because it's a, a parody, but they like it, so I, I, it sells pretty well still. But it's a it's a great middle ground too, where sometimes you don't want the overt wrestling shirt, you don't want the logos of a wrestling company on the back, because you just want to kind of slide through or have a clever shirt. Yeah, and it finds it rides that uh, that fine line. Oh, it definitely does. I, it's not it's not a picture of me half naked, so <laughs> guys can wear it. So. It's good. It works for me. Are you doing the Cinco de Mayo, uh, Cinco de Mayo, Cinco de Mayo <laughs> Lucha Vivoom show? Uh, I haven't talked to them yet uh, about it. Um, sometimes I usually do most of the Lucha Vivoom shows, but for the Cinco de Mayo shows, uh, Cinco de Mayan shows, they like to um, use mostly masked guys, like the traditional Mexican wrestlers, because it's Cinco de Mayo. So I've only done probably a couple of the Cinco de Mayans in the past. Um, last time I talked to them, they said they would, you know, they're like, oh, they're still making the card out. So I'm not exactly sure yet. Maybe, maybe not. But um, like I said, I do most of them, so I don't mind <coughs> missing the ones every now and then. You mind if I ask you a hard-hitting question? Sure. Uh, have you been to the subway or the Chipotle across the street yet? I haven't been there, but uh, somebody brought us back Chipotle here uh, that we ate at our booth, but I didn't go myself. What's the verdict? It tasted like Chipotle. Okay. Uh, is it a Southern California, Northern California difference in the Chipotle, or is it? I I didn't pay that close attention. I, I if I knew this question was coming, I didn't want to. I, you know, I'm sorry I caught you off guard. It's this kind of got you journalism that I hate. But now that I have you here, I'm really going to need an answer, Joey. Now, now I'm stumbling over my answers, and I don't know, man. It's, it tasted like chicken tacos to me. All right, you heard it here first on Curtain Jerks. They sound like the San like, Jose yeah, Chipotle chicken tacos. Um, Most people don't even realize how far L.A. is from. Like, I was talking to James Storm and Abyss earlier, and they're like, oh, this is your backyard. And I was like, well, kind of. Like, I'm from L.A. It's a six-hour drive. And they're like, oh, it's that, that's that far away? Like, people don't realize that NorCal and SoCal are split so differently, especially because there's really nothing going on in Central California. Sometimes it feels, to us Californians, like two different states. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's California is a, a big state. It's not a wide state. It's a long state. I grew up in Oakland, so, like, this place... Living in Los Angeles the last seven years, it's they're completely different to me. It's like being in a different country. Right, yeah. right. Like, even the attitudes in, like, San Francisco and L.A. Yeah. are just drastically different, you know. Everybody drives Priuses up here. Tesla's down there. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. So, I don't know. If they wanted 51 states, they should just split California. Any preference when you come up here? Is it, do you like the Northern California wrestling crowd better than you do Southern California? Uh, that's hard to judge. Northern California, I think they're... In general, they're, they might be more, um, uh, like, they're usually bigger crowds in Northern California than most independents in Southern California, but Southern California is my home, and those fans are my home fans, so, I mean, I, I love performing in front of the, the, them probably more than anyone else, uh, because they've seen me throughout the last 15 years wrestling. Um, a lot of them are still the same, a lot of them still come around, so, you know, it's hard to go against your home fans, but I think um, LA is a hard market to draw in, maybe NorCal's a little easier. 
uh, maybe less going on. So there's usually bigger crowds in NorCal, but those L.A. fans are my home fans. Are you set because there's so much going on in SoCal? It's just sort of like competition for attention? Right. If you think, look at entertainment in general on a Saturday night in L.A., there's comedy clubs, there's concerts going on, and, you know, there's different you know, clubs and wrestling shows and whatever else is going on in L.A., you know, on a regular Saturday night, like... Multiple things, multiple wrestling shows, multiple clubs, multiple bands playing, multiple comedy stuff going on. It's just really, really hard to get to draw that wrestling fan into spending their money on that entertainment for the night. But if they do show up, they're a hardcore fan, right? Because they've sort of they've made the decision because there's so much going on. Exactly, exactly. And like, like I said, a lot of Southern California fans are the same that have been the same for years, and, and they're really uh, loyal to the wrestling product. Well, I you mentioned longtime fans, I. My first indie show was UPW because I went to high school with Funky Billy Kim. Oh, nice. He's like, yeah, you got to come see my show. And I used to go to those shows all the time with buddies, and that's where I had first seen you. And seeing the crop of Southern California guys and over the years and just watching, like, awesome, they're on TNA, awesome, they're popping up here, awesome, they're popping up there. And it's just, it is weird. It, it is like this small community in its own way. Yeah, I mean, I would 100% agree with that. It's, it's definitely... Like, a lot of those fans are, are like, family to me now, so, because I've seen them for 15 years, you know, like, since I started wrestling, so, uh, it's really cool. I I mean, I respect the fans as much as I hope they respect me. Sure, yeah. So, I I hope the rest of WrestleCon goes well for you, and I hope, uh... I hope you get more Chipotle delivered to you because that yeah. sounds like the best perk of it all. Oh, well, right. twice in one day? He doesn't yeah. want to get burned out in Chipotle. You're never yeah. going to go there again. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I might, I'll might. i probably end up at a Denny's at some point. That seems pretty standard for wrestling. Can we come? I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's where you get your oil from for yeah. your body? Yes. Yes. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. I like Joey Ryan. He's a good guy. I, I had Chipotle the other day. He, yeah, that's true. I forgot about the Chipotle thing. That's right. Um, he is a down-to-earth wrestler. Like, he is just, he, you know, he's one of those guys like he's super quiet, super mellow, and then turns it on when he's in the ring. That's, a, that's, a, that's a professional. Scott, that's a showman. It's a showman. But a lot of those guys, like, when you see him, it's, ah, you know, like Brutus the Barber Beefcake. He got all, like, shouldery and weird, like, oh, oh, I don't know, guys. Uh, 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 there's autographs happening. It's like, what is happening? Are you, like, in some weird world where you can't just be the normal guy? Well, I don't know how he's supposed to cut any hair with hedge clippers. I mean, those are sharp, but those are meant for cutting twigs. I mean, with this rat's nest, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with it. Besides, get the Vader Bihawk. That's what Brutus the Barber Beefcake would give to you. I don't know. With them hedge clippers. Can you, will you do it on set? No. On, like, the last day? No. Like, let someone do it to you? No. I'm just going to probably do it Sunday night when I'm done. To yourself? With the other project I'm working on. I'll probably have my wife do it for me. Really? Yeah. Has she cut your hair before? Uh, I think so. I can't remember. Have you cut her hair? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. What'd you do? I uh, shaved the side of her head. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, anime style? Well, I guess they call it the Skrillex now, but I appreciate you calling it anime style. Skrillex? What's that? Uh, Skrillex is that little man who wears the black leather jackets with the big black glasses, and he's, the side of his head is shaved. And he Mr. Long, Magoo? And he has long black hair. Mr. Magoo? He looks like Mr. Magoo wearing a black leather jacket and with long black hair. Oh. I don't know Skrillex. Really? You have two things to send me. 
that hopefully I'll remember to post on our Facebook and stuff. Number one is that GIF. Yeah. I need that. That's a bust. Uh, Josh then, Callahan from the 16-Bisping podcast <laughs> can hook you up with some great gypsy folklore line dancing techno and also some Skrillex. He don't listen to no techno. Yeah, he does. He does? He listens to a bunch of weird shit. Guys, you gotta tune into 16-Bits Podcast to figure out what Josh Callahan listens to. Yeah, have you got him to sing on your podcast? No, Get but it? I would hope he would add a bunch of fucking accoutrement to ruin it. Oh, man. Uh, look, everybody knows that Josh Callahan's biggest weakness is his music inclination. <laughs> he loves to sing. Oh, yeah, he does. He knows all the words to rent. Oh, yeah, he knows all the words to a lot of musicals. <laughs> <laughs> You should, uh, if you're if you're listening, and you love video games, listen to 16 Bits Podcast. We have a great time on there. Steve has guested from time to time. Uh, and you should friend Josh Callahan on Steam, Schmuck 2 When you play with him, he'll sing musicals to you. That's Actually, a promise. Well, That's you, a promise. Do you guys answer Twitter questions on 16 Bit Podcast? No. Oh. Uh... I like here's a here's a reoccurring uh, uh, segment that I like to do on the podcast called Ask Scott. You mind if we do an Ask Scott segment? Real sure. Quick? I also have a jerk tweet uh, in the pipeline. But oh, sure. Great. Well, it's they're not mutually exclusive. We get to do both. It's sure, fine. but you brought up the other, so I'm just mentioning that. All right. Uh, well, so on the Sixty Bits podcast, you guys do not sing at all during the show. I don't sing. No, I'm retired again. That's yeah. That's right. But you are actually a very accomplished singer. No. Are you a very accomplished singer? No. Have you ever accomplished singing? Mm, debatable. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna debate. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, have you seen me sing? Uh, I want to say yes, but I don't think I have. All right, good. But I know you're talented. Uh, Josh Callahan knows the words to a lot of lyrics. Uh, do you guys and you? Why don't you guys answer Twitter questions? Just never a segment we did. Oh, well, I think that people should tweet. Twit at 60 Bits Podcast and ask uh, Josh to sing, both of you, uh, to challenge you guys to make up lyrics to sing to pop popular music video themes. Like, what? Like Super Mario Brothers. It sounds like you've just written yourself a segment for when you come back on. No, I'm not. I don't need to write segments for myself. I've, you just did. No, I'm the next. I'm, I'm going to interview Steve the merchant. Steve sings video game theme songs. No, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to need all of you guys to do it with me. Oh, so we just trade off? Yeah. Okay. Would you do that? I would do that. Well, I, would, I wouldn't want a segment where it's like, you do this one thing right now and make it funny. Uh, that's Sing a, elevator action. That's it. Uh, that, uh, what's elevator action? You don't know elevator action? No, what is elevator action? Uh, elevator action is a fucking awesome game where you get in an elevator. There's spies that come out all over the place. And you shoot. It's a them video game. They, yeah. Oh, I thought it was a like a classic like synthesizer instrumental song that was only in elevators. And it's like you don't know this like old elevator music standard elevator action. It's got great synthesizer music within the game. All right, I like the sound of this. And Josh would say, "No, that game's terrible. It's awful. I don't know why you like that." What's the video game for Nintendo where? you wear a black fedora and black sunglasses and a big trench coat and you can't see the person's face and it's like supposed to be really hard and you go from room to room like planting evidence or finding evidence or something like that it's like detective or something a boy and his blob yeah i think you're right Mm -hmm. i think you're right it's time for jerk tweets follow us on twitter send us your hashtag jerk tweets and we've got one here 
from GT2010, he says, If you could throw one wrestler in a pool of piranhas and sip a mojito while watching, who would it be and why? Now, normally I wouldn't want to answer this because we get this one all the time. Oh my god, cocktail parties, church, in line for church, Mm -hmm. at cocktail parties, in line for church, at cocktail parties, at church. A common asked question, but, you know... It's a commonly asked question, but it's not by any means a common asked question. Common asked question. (laughs) Um, So, Steve, if you could throw one wrestler in a pool of piranhas and slip a mojito while watching, who would it be and why? Well, it seems really mean-spirited to me, so I'm going to say the wrestler volunteered for it, and it's the whole thing's for charity. Wait, how do you not know... That the wrestler's so tough, and they're like, you know what? I could take a, a pool of piranhas and kick all their asses. Oh, Scott, what is this, 1979 Atlanta with the territories? It might be. Maybe they just watched the movie Piranha, and they're like, Ving Rhames is a, is a is weak, and he couldn't get his shit done. Because he just stands in the water and takes it. Like, he doesn't even really shoot him around him. He just... Uh, he uses the propeller to fight them. Not when he's getting all chopped up. Not and when he gets eaten. Sequel, like he's in there with a, a shotgun. In the sequel, don't he has shotgun prosthetic legs? No. Yeah. He's in the sequel. Yeah, the sequel takes place at a water park. Oh, I haven't seen the sequel. Yeah, Ving Rhames is in it with no legs. Oh, so he lives. Yeah. That's weird. Why? He gets shotgun legs. It looked like he died in the other one. Yeah. It looks like he dies, so that's why it's weird. Uh, Jerry O'Connell was really good in that. He was all right. Yeah. Normally, I don't say that. He's. You know what's funny? Jerry O'Connell was not in Starship Troopers. Don't you think Jerry O'Connell should have been in Starship Troopers? He should have been. You know where I saw Jerry O'Connell for the first time in person? Canners. Uh, no. The DMV? In line for church at a cocktail party. Anaheim, Doubletree, right before WrestleMania 2000. Wow, Did I thought you didn't put the thing on your door that he, said that do not disturb? I didn't. I said walk right in, <laughs> especially if you're Jerry O'Connell. Uh, he was walking around out front, and there was a bunch of wrestling fans wearing like really embarrassing wrestling gear. And uh, he was kind of w- walking around, and it seemed like a little game to him because all wrestlers were getting recognized and getting on a shuttle. And uh, he was doing the, I don't think anybody knows who I am. Like, I have freedom. I can just be a person. I recognized who he was, but I just didn't say anything. Uh, my secret identity, sliders, tomcats, piranhas. Stand by me. <laughs> I I am. We're recording next to each You're other. You're sitting. All right. Who would you throw into the piranhas? I would throw in Zach Gowan, because I feel like less damage could be done. But overall, you think that because there's already a leg missing yeah but i might have a new gimmick for him where he's like oh and one missing arm but it's still he's the cruiserweight of cruiserweights because then he weighs even less well like all moves would be this cool diagonal thing if he's got a if he's got one left arm and one right leg you know he can just do cartwheels into offense and like flying elbows and stuff how rad would that be? I guess it would be pretty awesome. Uh, how big is the pool? Oh, we're talking... Kitty pool? Like, are we talking, like, hotel jacuzzi pool? 
We're talking. Yeah, we're talking a hotel jacuzzi pool. Because, yeah, if you were to throw them in a gigantic pool of piranhas, you're throwing them to their death. (laughs) Well, I still assume that the piranhas are fighting each other to get out of the water. Like, I still imagine it's it's packed. It's like like Last Dragon. Last Dragon? Yeah. Mm, Wait a minute. The one with Shonuff? Yeah. They have a thing with piranhas in it? I thought that was acid. Oh, no, it's it's creatures. Yeah, it's something it's, in the it's water. Something weird in the water. Yeah, you don't see what they are because that costs money. As we as we learned from uh, movie making, yeah, like Whoa. things cost money. Yeah. Um. I th- so I I assume it's a hot tub. Yes, right? a hot tub sized. And I like if if the bits of food and stew were piranhas, then I'd say this was a chunky. This is like a Campbell's chunky. Like you, these piranhas were sold to you by an NFL player and his mama. You know. So it's packed with piranhas. Sure. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Um, Andre the Giant in a Speedo with pineapple slices on his nipples, like a big ham. You're dressing him up. You're going to extra effort to add more food onto Andre the Giant. Yeah. I, he's a big guy. I want to see Andre the Giant. That's interesting. So why Andre the Giant? Because he's, there's so much, I feel like the piranhas would get full. That's interesting. You go, you go so big, and I go so little. Yeah. Because I think less damage will happen with a guy that's, you know, already missing a leg. Hey, guy, ebony and ivory. That's me and you. That's you and me. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I like that. Thank you, GT twenty ten. And thank you especially for not asking us which wrestlers we'd blow. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know what we're answering next week. <laughs> Steve, um, with these truncated episodes and us having to record at night, it's very difficult. Um, like we said, we're... It's work- difficult for us. It's difficult to be a fan. Of what? Of our show. Because I feel like we're incredibly inconsistent. And that's... Go to Smodcast. They set the precedent for this when they're busy working on a movie. <laughs> like, they have to change things up or do double recordings and all that. So we squoze us in when we could. Um, and it's really hard, since we're not recording in the headquarters to get guests coming in at the time because A they don't know where we're recording mm-hmm. we happened to be at a place last week like Mrs. Dad was in the back of my car and Sheik was at the titty bar that we're recording right outside of we're now at Steve's home for this occasion well but lucky enough it's funny that you mentioned the double tree because I actually live right across the street from a double tree you do uh, and we we put out word to all the concierge there that's like, if any wrestlers are happy to stay there, please, please tell them to stop on over. And then they told us that that cucumber water is for guests. Yeah, they're real dicks about it. Yeah. The strawberry yeah. water we could have all day. Yeah, not but the cucumber not the water. cucumber water. So, I think it's because they have to peel it. Is that why? Yeah. Oh. Well. Oh, uh, Scott, Scott, someone's at the door. Scott, could you get the door? All right. I know. Look, I'm authorizing you to get the door right now. Thank you. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, come right in. Come right in. Yes, yeah, please. What is this? Uh, Vince McMahon, please have a seat. Why didn't the dog bark? Uh, it's a, it's a talking dog. Why didn't the dog bark? <laughs> uh, I was knocking on the door. That's a terrible guard dog. Mr. McMahon. That's a terrible guard dog. Mr. McMahon, thank you for joining us on Curtain Jerks today. Do you want this as your guard dog? No, it's a talking dog. It's then a- you're fired. Actually, uh, that, that talking dog is actually the other guest we had on the show today. 
This is my. This is the opener to me. Yes. Your show has gone in the shitter. Well, uh, if it's any, this show is doomed. If it's any consolation, I never thought I would root for Colt Cabana, but I'm rooting for Colt Cabana. That is a very popular podcast. The 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 art of wrestling. That's a life cast, Mister Rickman. I don't listen because he's friends with CM Punk. Uh, big money maker for your company. Big money maker for your company. No, not anymore. No. Now when we sell everything for a penny. Yeah, you've certainly dropped the ball on that. Hey, do Mr. you want Rick- some CM Punk merchandise? Uh, I you can just have it for free. I'd love it. We're losing money on CM Punk. I'm showing him. Well, speaking of merchandise, Mr. Rickman, yep. uh, Scott wanted to have you on the show today and talk to you about wrestling, but really, I haven't watched yeah. a lot of wrestling. I have a project going on, but more yeah. importantly than that, yeah. I went to WrestleMania this year. Wonderful show yeah. in the Bay Area. Yeah. Very great. Uh-huh. Uh, while I was there, I bought... I don't like this dog staring at me. It's a talking dog. I don't know what to tell you. I don't like it staring at me. It's not saying anything. It's just looking at me, wagging his tail. Mr. McMahon, at WrestleMania, mm. I bought two t-shirts at the WrestleMania Superstore. Yeah. I got a Bray Wyatt versus The Undertaker WrestleMania exclusive t-shirt. It's awesome. Okay. I got a medium, but I'm a large. And I also got a... Nah, you're probably an XL. Nah, I'm a large. Nah, you're probably an XL. Uh, look who's talking. You could barely... I'm a triple XL. You are very... You are very... I'm robust. Well, that's one way to put it. Uh, I'd say your voice has certainly got a bit of a... uh, uh, a royal intonation. Certainly robust. Yeah, well, I'm practically royalty. I, American royalty. I'm my own dynasty. You're like the McMahons. So what is this nonsense about you buying shirts? And then I also bought a small t-shirt for my wife, but she doesn't want to wear it because I don't wear it. She wants a shirt that I would wear. So what I did was I didn't contact WWE ShopZone because I couldn't. Re- you don't refund things from live events. But I did send You're both. You're giving a receipt. I am giving a receipt. Yeah, and it said so it use your receipt within thirty days. I can get an exchange. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I sent both T-shirts and the receipt to uh-huh. WWE Shop Zone Returns uh-huh. or WWE Shop, excuse me. Right, and uh, I also included a self-stamped envelope with my address for the shirts that you'd send back to me that are, that are the proper size. Did you, you send any sort of note? Yes, I did. I sent a note that was scrawled that said. Hey, WWE, I went to WrestleMania this year, but I bought these two shirts, and they're the wrong sizes. Can I exchange them both for larges? Uh, Thanks, Steve. Uh, what happened next was very strange, Mr. McMahon, uh, and I wanted to see if you had any explanation. Uh, I got home two nights ago, and there's a package waiting Where the hell were you for two nights? You're a married man. Mr. McMahon, you have a dog. I, it's, no, I'm dog. This, is, I, this dog is our guest today. I don't have it. You're fine. He's really an independent contractor. We didn't even pay him to be on the Oh, thing. God. That always sticks in my crawl. Yeah, independent contractor? Yeah. yeah it seems like it. Well, if anything... It's a lot I'm, of legal loopholes with that, turns out. Yeah, well, it seems like you guys... Uh, oh, because of uh, CM Punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No need to brag about it. No, no, no. We can talk about CM Punk. I don't have to explain No, now, now I have to pay the dog a bunch of royalties. Well, well only... Yeah, probably. Yeah. They look... He's done wonders today by not talking. For a guest that doesn't say anything, he's really not going to... You really hung up on this dog. What, this talking dog? I don't know. I just assumed that a talking dog could really talk us through a lot of the current events in wrestling, and he's just chosen to be, to be mum this evening. So what happened with the shirts? The shirts, got, is... the shirts got sent back to me uh, with no note. 
They just got sent back to me, and they didn't even use the self-stamped envelope that I sent them. They just sent the t-shirts back to me. Why the hell would they? It seems like a weird thing to do. You wouldn't notify anybody in the shipping and receiving department. You wouldn't contact anybody via phone. You just send something to them like, hey, I bought this somewhere. Give me new ones. They could be dirty. They were dirty, and I had the receipt. They could be dirty. They, the possibility of things being dirty or not dirty is always a possibility. Nah, they're going to be dirty. But I'm just surprised they sent it back at all. Yeah, they don't want your uh, old shirts. They're not old shirts. They're new shirts. Yeah, but how, how are we supposed to trust you? How are we supposed to know what you're up to? How do we know you're not doing one of your Jamie Kennedy experiment jokes on us? How do we know you're not trying to pull some scare tactics thing on us? How do we know it's not some sort of candid camera? Okay, that sounds like those are all several prank shows that have been on television in the last several decades. Yeah, that's right. Uh, not a fan of punk. Coming soon, WWE's Whoopsie Cam oh. to the WWE Network, hosted by Zack Ryder. Oh, man. well, hey, good First man. episode is about him hosting the show, when in fact he's been fired four months ago. Oh, man. Mr. McMahon, Whoopsie Cam sounds really mean-spirited. Whoopsie Cam, only available on the WWE Network. I'm probably going to check it. Is it going to be a different host who's getting, who was fired four months before? The uh, episode number two, hosted by JTG. Oh, wow. Of Crime Time. Is, are you going to get a Tyler Rex in there? Is he going to... Ooh, episode three, hosted by Tyler Rex. Now, is the entire show... Episode 4, hosted by a talking dog. Uh, well, if you're going to hire him and then fire him... He's you know, an independent contractor. Now, I'll get you his agent's information. Dog for his yawned at me. Dog yawned at me. He was probably about to say something. Oh, I see. <laughs> you certainly do, McMahon. I'm you're staring him down. Just tear you down. Mr. McMahon, you've intimidated our guests and you've explained about the t-shirt situation. Uh, I just want to say overall, WrestleMania 31, amazing product. I really had a good time. No, 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 no. WrestleMania 32? No. WrestleMania 33? No. WrestleMania... WrestleMania. That's right. Okay. We don't number them anymore because it makes it sound old. Really? Is that something that they decided upon? Who's they? Do I have a turd in my pocket? Oh. No, I don't because I don't poop. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Man. Is that why you're so robust? That's right. You don't... I don't sneeze. It's commonly knows that it's known that I don't sneeze. Well, I guess you could Because that... I can't control it, and it's a sign of weakness. So I've also decided to stop peeing and pooping. Wow, Mr. McMahon, I had no idea. Are you comfortable right now? I feel great. <laughs> really? Yes. I have I've saved so much time. Uh I I feel like now that makes a lot of mm. sense why you sound like that all the time. I do not defecate anymore. <laughs> wow. Now I Mr. McMahon, uh if you ever change your mind. Huh? I understand the Doubletree has wonderful facilities, and it's always better to go to the bathroom in a motel than at home. No, thank you. No, thank you. I do not, I will not indulge anymore. It's only protein for me. Wow, that sounds so uncomfortable, Mr. McMahon. Only protein for me, yes sir. Well, I understand that. I mean, I... I, I got a lot of work to do. I don't have time to just sit down. And a big guy like sit you... Sit down in a chair with a big hole in it, and just, uh... 
Just leave waste. No way. I need that. I'm going to turn it back into energy. No, that's what you need the protein. And you're a big guy. You look like you lift a lot. So you're going to need that protein anyway. I that's understand. right. I understand. I am my own recycling center. I can. T- you know what? You've always been an entrepreneur and an engineer of entertainment. And now that entertainment is energy for your body. Do you know how many notes I had to leave for all of my waste that I left? Best of luck in your future endeavors. Oh. Every single time. Wow. I had to get a PR team in there and I had to put up a post on WWE.com to all of my waste that I left that was fired from my body. No more. They're all working for me full time. All of my poops working around the clock. Well, I have to say, Mr. McMahon, I'm always grateful when people aren't losing their jobs. Or things, for that matter. That's right. Well, Mr. McMahon, thank you so much for joining us this evening. And, uh... uh All right, see you later! Oh, uh, Mr. McMahon, wait, that's not the way out. Okay! Oh, <laughs> uh, Scott, he seems to just be... He's in your bedroom. He's air punching at the mirror in the bathroom. Yeah, he's he's in your bedroom slash bathroom, like in the combo area, um, and he's just he's just punching it at the mirror. Well, he's. You know what? Maybe we should advocate that people should stop peeing and pooping because that'll have all that energy. Yeah, and they'll save a lot of extra time in their day. God, we could use that, huh? That's true. I need that time, but you know what? I'm still gonna pee and poop in my life. Aww. sorry, buddy. Hey, I, I know. It's just. I, th- I just feel like it's a part of who I am. That's just what I got going on each day. There are days when I, it's just like, I want to go home, poop, cry, and sleep. That, <laughs> yeah. that would be uh, no, just the amazing. Old, the old home base trifecta, huh? <laughs> That's right. It's like, let it all out. Let it all out. Guys, as Steve said, what'd you say? I, I don't want to say anything that I'm not supposed to say. We're working on a project. And we're working on a project. We're making a movie. We're making a movie. Yeah. I will say this. Steve wrote the movie. Oh. That's That's been public knowledge for a while. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, we mentioned that a long while back. Steve wrote this movie, and that's that in and of itself is amazing. We're going to talk about it more next week. Is it funny? We're going to have a Human Centipede 3 update. Oh, yeah. That, I didn't write that, but that's another movie update. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, we're going to have a big we're going to have a big movie sort of blowout episode where we're going to reveal, we're going to have the update on Human Centipede 3. We're going to be talking to uh, Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels. We talk a little bit of movies there. Mm-hmm. Uh, just all kinds of it'll be a very movie related episode, I'm sure. And that way we don't have to watch any wrestling this week. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Are you going to watch Payback? I don't know if I have any time. Is that this Sunday? That is this Sunday. I uh, do not have time. I'm, oh, shit. I'm working in the morning. I'm leaving to shoot something somewhere else, and then I'm, Monday we're back to work. Yeah, we're back to work, and it's it, it's a full load. It's all month long. Like, we're, we're doing this all month, so... Um, Apologies that these shows aren't what they normally are, but you know we're we're trying to do everything we can to. And I know I'm not doing as much Twitter and Facebook stuff too. Again, just days are just shot, and uh, the reason being, you'll know next week. It's it's a huge payoff. It's super fucking cool. It is very cool. Um, and it'll be announced hopefully on Monday on all social media stuff. Um, so I'm excited. Steve's excited. And we'll be back next week with more stuff. And Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels will be on the show. And that is great. So, for Scott Narver, I'm Scott Narver. Uh, this would be Curtain Jerks. Uh, Vince McMahon's in the bathroom. He's <laughs> a talking Steve dog Sears. that's not saying anything. For Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids.
You've just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks. Oh, this is the time where you get all ten of your fingers. They've been... Uh, itching and ready to go this whole time. You're like, I- I'm going to wait to do this at the end of the I'm podcast. I'm going to wait till the episode's done, and then I'm going to use these things, these things I call hands. Yeah, these things I call hands, uh, not these biceps and glutes that uh, God has given me. But, but activate them, too, so you can have a full use of your hands. Yeah, uh, clench up them butt cheeks when you go to soundcloud.com slash curtain jerks. Follow us, uh, like the episode, comment, tw- uh, comment during. It. You could, you should have been commenting during this episode. You can go and comment during other episodes because I'm sure you have all the time code marked in your head. Don't you hear the sounds that our voices make? You can comment on the weird noises we make. You can make weird noises of your own. You can write it down and make other people make weird noises by reading it. Yeah, it's it's very interactive. You go on there. You can comment during your favorite parts of the show. You can comment during the parts of your show that you're like, oh, that was uh, quotable. And then you put it in quotes and you stick it up there. And if you're an aesthetics person, orange accents. Right? Orange is the new black, guys. (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to be dated. (laughs) No way. No way. Jason Biggs. Jason Biggs. WCW champion if they're still around. Yeah, that's how it works. So it's the orange is the new black WCW crossover. Jason Biggs is the new championship. That belt's almost as big as his head. It is, and even bigger than that is YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's pretty big. It's a big deal. It's videos online. You can watch pictures of cats moving. Mm-hmm. And you can watch Steve act like a cat on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. You can see our predictions videos on there. You can see uh, our wrestler pronunciation manuals on there, our prediction videos. Uh, did I say that twice? <laughs> Meow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, so it's all there, available for you. We've uh, got some new videos ideas. Videos ideas. Oh, this one's being thrown away. No, it'll get chopped up. Or it'll stay exactly the same. It'll be at the end of every episode until the end of time. Oh, please, <laughs> throw that meteor down quick. <laughs> receive this transmission from the comedy podcast network for more shows visit comedypodcastnetwork.com